Hello and welcome to the Lancet Global Health Podcast. I'm Mandy Bordula, it's June 2022, and today I'm talking to Ola Shagan Alatishe, who is Professor of Surgery in the College of Health Sciences at Obafemi Awolowo University about fecal-based colorectal cancer screening in Nigeria. Thanks so much for joining me today, Ola Shagan. Thank you for having me. So colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer worldwide and fourth leading cause of death from cancer across the world. Before we talk more about your research, what can you tell us about the incidence and outcomes of colorectal cancer in Nigeria? Yeah, your question is in twofold. First is on the incidence of colorectal cancer in Nigeria, and the second is on the survival of colorectal cancer in Nigeria. Historically, colorectal cancer is known to be a disease of the West. However, recent findings revealed that the incidence of colorectal cancer is increasing geometrically in Africa, especially in Nigeria. And this is due to demographic, economic, and health transition in Nigeria. Demographic transition in the sense that the life expectancy has increased from the mid 40 to about mid 50. Hence, the percentage of elderly population is increasing in Nigeria. As we all know, colorectal cancer is believed to be a disease of the elderly. Economic transition in the sense that many people, many more people are living outside the traditional agrarian environment to office-based type of work environment, which is now very common now. And this uh, new environment encourages sedentary lifestyle and consumption of westernized fast food with less fibers. On the health transition, many of us believe the observed increase in the incidence is also due to increased diagnostic facility in Nigeria, which encourages confirmation of the diagnosis. Similarly, we now have several NGOs raising awareness of cancers. This encourages many people to want to submit themselves for investigation whenever the doctors recommend such. So all the above mentions, mentioned facts are known to be responsible for the observed increased incidence of colorectal cancer in Nigeria. On the survivor, many of our patients present very late. From our prospective data, over 80% of our patients present as stage three, stage four disease, with stage four accounting for over 50% of our cohorts. Currently, about half of our patients died of colorectal cancer at the end of one year. That is the reason why we need to talk about colorectal cancer in Nigeria. And the Ministry of Health in Nigeria has also identified colorectal cancer as one of the leading causes of cancer death that require concerted efforts to mitigate its menace. And that has been introduced to the National Health Plan for this year and subsequent year. Interestingly, colorectal cancer essentially is a preventable disease based on the solid understanding of its etiopathogenesis. So screening has been identified to be associated with prevention and early diagnosis of colorectal cancer that can help us diagnose early and prevent the menace and death from colorectal cancer. Okay, so this study was a community-based pragmatic study screening with fecal immunochemical testing. Can you tell us a bit more about the specific objectives of your research um, and how you went about recruitment and selection of participants? Thank you. 
Almost all local and international guidelines have recommended the use of stool-based tests as the first-line colorectal cancer screening modalities among average-risk individuals for most low- and middle-income countries. Most of this recommendation is without robust context-specific evidence. So, our main objective was to evaluate the performance and the role of community-based fecal immunochemical tests, colorectal cancer screening in average-risk asymptomatic individual in Nigeria. This was in the recommendation, but there was no evidence to back this recommendation. So the study was aimed to evaluate this, uh, was also aimed to identify factors that predict uh, the fecal immunohistochemical test positivity and colonoscopy uptake in those with positive screening. And we set out to understand the acceptability of colorectal cancer screening tests in Nigeria. We set out to adopt and we adopted a population-based recruitment strategy, which involved the use of print media, radio, television, social media, and community mobilizer to advertise this study in three states in Nigeria, two in the southwest of Nigeria and one in North Central. The mobilizers work all at the grassroots level by political, by political word with de- deliberate efforts to target both urban and rural population and advertise across geographic and socioeconomic gradients. We stratified our sampling method using the gender, based on the gender and age, and this was done at the time of enrollment at each study site to ensure that the gender and age ratio reflects the underlying population. We also did a multiple study sites located close to public transportation routes in all the regions that we stud- that we evaluated. We recruited self-reported asymptomatic adults aged 45 to 75 years. Our exclusion criteria include a, po- a personal history of colorectal cancer, a history of rectal bleeding in the previous six months, a first-degree relative with a known colorectal cancer diagnosis or severe co- comorbidity that will preclude conscious sedation or general anesthesia during colonoscopy. At the end of the day, we administer FIS kits, FICA immunochemical test kits, to 2,330 individuals, and about 91 of them return the kit. Our outcome measures include positive predictive value for advanced adenoma and cancer. And we also evaluated the number to the number needed to screen to detect a colorectal cancer. We did a programmatic uh, cost evaluation of conducting the screening in Nigeria, as well as the acceptability of the screening test among Nigeria. All the patients with fit positivity results were offered free colonoscopy. Similarly, patients who had lesions found on colonoscopy were treated based on the protocol of the Society of Gastroenterology and Hepatology in Nigeria, free of charge. That's excellent, and that's a huge amount of work. So I just wanted to talk a bit more now about your findings. So you found that one in five participants returned a positive result for the test, and that it had a low positive predictive value for advanced adenoma and invasive cancer at colonoscopy. I just wondered, what are the implications of these findings, given that, um, as you mentioned earlier, improved access to screening is a goal of Nigeria's national cancer control strategy. 
Thank you. Though we recorded a high feed positivity in our pilot st study before we conducted this, we attributed those high positivity rates that we saw due to the flaw in our methodologies, which we learned while planning this current study. We did not expect to have about five times low positive predictive value for cancer and adenoma compared to what has been recorded in the literature. With this context-specific evidence, we do know, we do not think the use of qualitative fee screening will be optimal in Nigeria, as a high number of the needless colonoscopy will eventually discourage its use in the nearest future. We hope our team and other group will be able to identify the best screening strategy for Nigeria. So currently, based on these findings, we do not recommend this two-based test as a gold standard in Nigeria. Okay, and you also mentioned costs earlier. Could you tell us what you found about willingness to pay among participants? The issue of cost is very important in our setting before introducing any healthcare strategy as we run an out-of-pocket system in Nigeria. In our study, we found that the overall cost per participant for these tests is about $29 with a further incurred cost of about $226 on each participant that tests positivity, that tests positive for fit, for fit tests, and those are those ones that undergo colonoscopy. So the cost per colorectal cancer case detected was so huge, was about $43,000, and per advanced neoplastic detected was up close to $6,000. Unfortunately, most of our participants were only willing to pay a median sum of $4 for fit tests. This is substantially less than the cost per participant that we discovered from this study. So the cost of colonoscopy to investigate a positive result was equivalent to half of the median monthly household income reported. This aspect will require for consideration in design delivery, and financing of any formal screening program in Nigeria. Formal cost-effective analysis of organized and opportunity colorectal cancer screening will be needed to be further evaluated in the nearest future. Okay, so what do you think would be an appropriate next step to develop a, a suitable screening program for Nigeria? Thank you. Interestingly, our group published our findings on the use of symptomatic surveillance for colorectal cancer. Based on our previous reports, we know that most patients who had colorectal cancer had had rectal bleeding. In fact, about 95% of them have actually had rectal bleeding, which has been neglected for months before presenting with this disease. Most of them have been wrongly treated for benign condition, and it is at the time that the patient is presenting with advanced stage that they eventually come to the hospital with, when we make the diagnosis for, of colorectal cancer. So we did a, a, a pilot study where we recruited about 400 individuals from family physician clinic uh, in southwest of Nigeria. Those ones that had rectal bleeding within the uh, last one month. So we offered them free colonoscopy. In this study, we found that about 20% of those cohorts actually had colorectal cancer, and another 20% of that cohort 
had advanced color, advanced adenoma. So in short, about 40% of that cohort actually had some form of preventable colorectal cancer or obvious colorectal cancer. Most importantly, most of the cancer that we diagnosed actually was diagnosed at stage two. From this study, we developed a symptoms-based model that revealed that one out of two patients who had rectal bleeding, weight loss, and change in bowel habit will actually had colorectal cancer. We are talking about 50% positive predictive value. So we hope to subject this model to a next round of trial, which we are currently embarking on to confirm its validity and its usefulness in Nigeria. We hope we'll be able to present this result in the nearest future. And we hope this may be a better way of identifying colorectal cancer at early stage and treating them appropriately. Okay, great. Um, so finally, and this is a, a broader question, I think your research highlights the need to tailor interventions and guidelines for specific contexts. So as you mentioned earlier, most of the current evidence supporting screening comes from high-income countries. So I just wondered, what are your thoughts on the adoption of such screening guidelines as protocols for economically and geographically very different countries? I think this is one of the big lessons of our paper. It clearly showed that caution must be taken before adopting screening guidelines developed in high-income countries as the protocol for other socioeconomically or geographically very different country. This is well stated in our uh, paper, and uh, it's an advice for most low-middle-income countries to always subject every evidence to trial before adopting it in their community. Uh, that's the lesson from this study, and I hope that lesson is taken by all. Thank you. That's a very important lesson. Um, and thank you so much for joining me today. It was a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. I want to thank you for having me. I hope other countries in sub-Saharan Africa will learn from our data and act accordingly. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more, you can find the full study online on the Lancet Global Health website.